Hi, my turtle doves. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? How are you? Today is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. We are back from our Thanksgiving break. Well, we've been back for a couple days now. I've been exhausted, jet lagged and tired. <laughs> it's almost as if I need a vacation from my vacation. Um, I pray that you all enjoyed yourselves, um, that you spent time with family and friends. And if you didn't spend time with family and friends, you allowed the Holy Spirit to comfort you in the midst of what's supposed to be a family time and you maybe you don't have any. So I just want to tell you today that I love you. Good morning. How are you? I hope that you're doing well. Um, I wanted to just, and, and this is not going to be long, it's going to be really, really brief. Um, there's a verse in the Bible, which maybe I'm wrong, but it's the shortest verse ever. Um, it's found in John 11, and I am going to verse 35, and verse 35 simply says, Jesus wept. Two words. We know that wept means cry. Jesus cried. The shortest scripture, but the one that carries so much weight. So um, I was reading yesterday and John 11 talks about um, Lazarus, how Lazarus was sick. And they went to tell Jesus that he was sick and he didn't show up until Lazarus was dead in the grave and rotting. My God. So I'm going to read it for you. And then I'm just going to tell you um, the revelation that I got from that. So on in John 11, chapter 33, it says, When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. And then, verse 35, Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. Oh, how Jesus loved him, that he's crying for him. Now, I skip to verse 38, and it says, Jesus, therefore again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. And basically, they did what Jesus said, and when the stone was, no, they, Jesus said, take away the stone. And the response was Jesus by then, he has to be stinking and rotten now because he'd been dead for so long. And they rolled away the stone and Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Now I want to go back to the beginning to where Jesus was so overcome with grief that he wept. So we know that Jesus cried. Jesus felt what grief felt like. You know, they said that he's experienced all of the things that we will experience today. He came wrapped in flesh and a person who was so, per not a person, but a, a God, a, a, a being that was so perfect that he allowed himself to be wrapped in sinful flesh so that he could feel everything that we felt and then to take everything that we experience all of the sin and the hurt and the sorrow to the cross and die so that we can be free from bondage. 
So this Jesus wept, he cried, he felt sorrow. However, what it did say is that he groaned in the spirit. Now, I don't know if you know that they have this saying that if you just moan, God knows down to the simple moaning groan exactly what you're trying to say because the Holy Spirit is our translator. So he groaned within himself. He was troubled. He wept. He prayed in the spirit. And then he raised the dead. Not once did it say that that grief that he felt was gone. Not once did it say that he stopped. I mean, I don't, I don't even remember reading that he stopped weeping. But all I know is, is that he groaned in the spirit and he wept and he mourned and he felt what he was feeling. But in the midst of that, he had enough strength in God to raise the dead. So much comes from that particular situation because sometimes we go through things and we moan and we groan and you have people that are there saying that, oh, that situation is dead. That situation has to be stinking by now. That can't be revived. But if we just continue to groan in our spirit and speak to the God that created us, the God that said that we can do all things through him who strengthens us, is if we continue to groan in the spirit and talk to him, then we can simply raise the dead and not simply, I mean, magnificently raise the dead in him. There are people that are going to be around you that are going to tell you that the thing that God said to you, the thing that God promised you is dead. They're going to tell you that your child who's stricken with pain or your child that's on drugs or your family member is too far gone. They're going to tell you the situation is dead. Surely we should not roll back the stone because there's nothing that you can do. But we serve a God of resurrection. We serve a God an omnipotent God and an omnipresent God. And as long as we're operating in him, there's no such thing as a dead situation unless he tells you that it's dead. And I haven't heard him tell me anything about things being so dead that he can't revive it. So I, I think that all in all, after reading that particular passage, John 11, um, about the story of Lazarus, we think about how he said, Lazarus, come forth. But let's think about Jesus, the same Jesus who said that you're going to do greater things than I when I leave. Um, I'm going to prepare a place for you. We think about the Jesus, the Jesus that um, healed the sick, raised the dead and um, made the blind see and the lame walk and he casted demons out of people who were stricken with um, I think that it was a dumb spirit or something no not a dumb spirit the man that had lesion lesion because we are many he had been um, hurting himself because he was so afflicted with different spirits and demons and Jesus was able to make all of those things flee from him within a matter of seconds when they would chain him up, he would somehow claw himself loose and break free and run around in the wilderness. And God was able to make that man sane. So this same Jesus Christ wept. Jesus wept. But the same Jesus Christ that wept is also the same Jesus Christ that sent Lazarus come forth in despite of the people telling him that it was too dead, it was too stinking, and it was too far gone to be resurrected. So my turtle doves, I believe that what I'm saying to you or what is God, what God is saying to you through me is that they have 
wrapped up the very thing that you've believed in, mummified it, stuck it in the tomb and rolled the stone over it. They, not you. God asked you, baby, roll back that stone. And you told him, no, God, because it has to be, you know, too far gone. I'm almost 40 years old and I don't have children. I'm not married. I'm almost 40 years old and I'm not operating in the purpose that you called me for, God. Um, it's just too far gone. But God said, if you would just roll back that stone, he's going to show you how he's going to call you out of the grave. Call it out of the grave because it shall, can, will, and has already been done. He knew the plans that he thought toward you and that was plans to prosper you and never to harm you. Always remember that there is an appointed time for everything. There is an appointed time for everything. You can live your entire 37, 48 years and on year 50, your appointed time comes and God catapults you into your purpose. You're going through a process. You're on your way through a journey. We're living out the thing that God has already written. He's the author and the finishes of our faith, meaning that we're living this thing backwards. We're living it from a standpoint of victory. So listen to God when he says, roll back that stone because I am that I am. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Gabor, Jehovah Shalom. I am that I am. I am omnipotent, omnipresent, all-powerful, all-knowing. I am the God that created the heavens and the earth. I am the God that put the breath in your lungs. And I am the God that's going to resurrect the very thing that was mummified, placed in a tomb with a stole rolling on it. That can definitely be stinking by now, but I am the God that can resurrect it and you will never know that it had been mummified, stole, um, mummified, placed in a tomb, and stone rolled upon it. God says that, baby, pull back that stone because I'm about to revive the very thing that you thought was dead. My turtle doves, I love you. I hope you have the most amazing Wednesday. Today is hump day. <laughs> I cannot wait until Friday. I need a vacation from my vacation. I'm just sleepy. But I, I love you with all of the love that God placed inside of me. Baby, roll back that stone because God is about to resurrect the very thing that you thought was dead. Have a great day, my turtle doves. Bye.